Welcome to the story behind her success with Candy O'Terry, presented by Boston Women in Media and Entertainment. If you want to get someone's attention, just tell them a great story. If you want to inspire someone, share your success story. And that's what this show is all about. I believe that successful women think differently. And by the end of this podcast, I hope you're going to agree with me. Today's story is about a celebrated, award-winning life coach who has spent her career helping her clients find their way. But what happens when the life coach loses her way? She discovers grace and creates a path toward gratitude called the Grace Trail. In the spotlight, Anne Jolis of Plymouth, Massachusetts. And this is her story. Anne, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here. I worked hard on that introduction, getting it just right for you. You did a great job. No one is immune when it comes to family problems, hardship, loss. The Grace Trail is a beautiful one-mile walk at the Nelson Street Park in historic Plymouth, where you've lived for quite some time. And along the way, walkers find five rocks. Yes. And... They spell out the word grace. Right. And they are asked to contemplate the meaning of these words. Mm -hmm. Gratitude, release, acceptance, challenge, and embrace. Mm -hmm. What inspired you Mm -hmm. to do this? Well, it's really an amazing story because I think the amazing part of the story is it started 18 years ago in my kitchen. You know, I've really lost Some of the best things happen in our kitchen. That's right. And usually for me, it's not the cooking. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. And so I found myself in my kitchen. I I had lost my bounce in life. I just had lost my step. And both my parents had passed away. I had two teenagers who were struggling with their own issues. And it was just a lot. It was just a lot for me. And I, I, I said to myself, I need to step into a state of grace. I had no idea what I meant. But I knew I was looking for the eye in the middle of the storm. And, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, but but I, I'm thinking about that moment where mm-hmm. you're saying I have to step into grace. Are right. you a person of faith? Are you someone who's very spiritual? Uh, tell me a little bit about I, that. I don't really know where I fall. I really, I don't believe I have even used that term before. And I found myself saying it and I knew that Grace was like a couple feet over there, like to my left, but I couldn't find my way there. I knew that if I could just get there, I could find my footing during this horrible time and then move forward. So how did the idea evolve? That was it right there. I said, Grace, I need to step into a state of grace. And then I saw later on that day, five words. I went, oh, that's interesting. The G could be for gratitude. The R could be release. A is for accept. C could be challenge, and E could embrace the possibilities. I was like, that's really cool. And then later on, I said, well, what if I ask the questions? Like, what, even though life is really difficult right now, what am I grateful for? What I like to say with gratitude, it helps you find the bottom, that big black hole you feel like you're in. All of a sudden, your two little feet find the bottom on what's going right. And then I found that I could stand up a little stronger and ask the next couple questions that aren't always that easy, and that is... What Even though life's difficult, what do I need to release to move forward? Is there something I can put down for a while or let go of totally? And I'd answer that question just in the moment, in my kitchen. And then I'd say, okay, now, Anne, what's calling out for acceptance? Because at that time, there was so many difficult things going on, so many difficult things to accept. But you know what? 
There's only one way to the other side of acceptance, and that's straight through it. You really got to look at what you need to accept. I mean, we can live in denial. We can uh, self-medicate. We can drink too much, eat too much. All those things that help us to feel good but not really be where we really need to be and where we really are. And so I just say, what is calling out for acceptance? And I'd answer it myself, or I'd journal about it. The next question is C for challenge. How would I like to challenge myself to move forward? 18 years ago, it might have been, why don't you just get your shoes on and go for a walk? It could be really little. Now I find my challenges are much bigger because I have more reserve of energy and enthusiasm and, you know, I'm in a different place. And the last question was, okay, given all that's in front of us, what can I embrace as possible in my precious life? That's when you get to lift your head up above the details of your life and use your imagination. What's possible today? You know, like today, I kept saying, all I want to do is come in and enjoy my time with candy. You know, that's a nice possibility. If you frame the question with hope and possibility, then it's a very different answer. Sometimes when we get a big idea, and right. it swirls around in our head, or maybe it's written down in a journal, which makes it real. We're both big fans of journaling. Mm -hmm. Did people applaud your idea? Did you share it, or were you covetous of it? Were you afraid people would go, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard? And, you know, how did this become real? Well, that's a great question, because really, it was 18 years ago, and here I am sitting here with you today talking about the evolution, like it's crazy what's happened with grace, the whole concept of grace. I never had anyone say, that is the stupidest idea I ever heard. And I'm surprised. I think people would either be silent or they didn't get it or they didn't care. And that was fine. I really got the fact that it's not for everyone. And that's okay. It wasn't until my son was in Afghanistan in 2012 and I found myself struggling again. And by the way, he is home and he is thriving. So, And thank you for his thank, service. Yes. From one military family to yes, another. Thank yes. you. Yes. And so I found myself struggling. I read an article at that time. And the article was about the Appalachian Mountain Trail. And the question was asked, who's hiking the trail? And I was just reading this article, you know, because it was interesting. And they said, it's a whole lot of veterans walking off their war. And I was like, Wow. Where do I get to go to walk off my war, right? Here I am again in my kitchen, once again, struggling. And I'm like, where do I go? I can't get to the Appalachian Mountain Trail. I can't get to the California Pacific Trail like Reese Witherspoon, right? So how do I do that here every day for me and hopefully for others? I said, well, what if I just put the five questions of grace out on this beautiful trail that's right near my house? So I went down to the beach. I picked up a big granite stone, and I wrote, gratitude, what are you grateful for? Put it on the trail. Release. What do you need to release in your life to move forward? Put it about a half a mile down. I'm not really sure. It's about a mile-long loop in Plymouth. I did the same with each one of the letters and words of grace. And I hung a, a map up, the map of the Grace Trail. I hung it right at the beginning, right out of Nelson Park in Plymouth. That's where the Grace Trail starts. I said to my husband for about six months, did the cease and desist order come yet? He's like, not yet, because I don't own the land. And, I, you know, I just took beautiful stones. I didn't hurt the, hurt the property. I used what was there. And thousands of people have found it. That's thousands. First yes. of all, the stories that come from this trail. Yeah. 
are unbelievable. Yeah. And yes. Anne does a beautiful TED Talk, which you should definitely watch. Anne, tell yes. me some of the stories from the Grace Trail. Every time I go out on the trail, the actual trail in Plymouth, I meet people. I don't look for them. They seem to find me. And often when I'm putting down little um, inspirational stones, because I put down little stones next to the bigger stones that people, so people would stop stealing the big stones because <laughs> they disappeared on a regular basis. And so I put down little inspirational stones that may say, they may just say gratitude or so grateful today, whatever. Whatever message I want to leave, I'll leave those out there. So often when people see me putting the stones down, they'll say, are you the Grace Trail lady? And I'll say, yep, that's me. And I met a woman the other day, just this week, and she was with her granddaughter, and she said, we walk this trail two and three times a week. Her, Her granddaughter was five. She said, and what we do is we just talk about the questions. What are you glad about? What are you grateful for? You know, and she said to me, you can't believe that this little kid walks and talks the Grace Trail. She gets it. And she said, so we take some of the little rocks, we take them home. She said, like this one we found that said, just listen. She said, we're going to give that to her cousin. (laughs) She said, (laughs) we both said, that's for him. And she said, and what we do is we recycle them. Then when we're done with that one, we bring it back. So I said to her, would you do me a favor? Would you collect some stones? Would you write some messages? And would you leave them? And that's what people are doing also. The stories also come from the rocks that are left by other people. They leave beautiful messages. This trail has morphed into Stones of Hope. Yes. And a portion of the proceeds from your Stones of Hope yes. will be donated to the Wounded Warrior That's Project. Right. Obviously a connection for your son's right. service in Afghanistan. Tell us about the Stones of Hope. The Stones of Hope are, first of all, I make little bags of gray stones. And so I go to the beach. I find the most beautiful ocean-rounded stones. I collect them, I bring them home, and I put take five stones and I write the five words of grace on the stones. So one stone says gratitude, another stone release, the five words on each stone. Put them in a little... My sister varnishes them for me. It's still very uh, low-tech. And we put them in a little bag and we sell them. I sell them all around in the shops in Plymouth. People offer them off my website. But right now I'm having trouble keeping up with that. So uh, I'm not sure if I'll continue to offer them. But what I do is another Stones of Hope right now is it's sort of evolving into... I'm ordering river stones all engraved with the words on them so that people, I can send stones out throughout the world. A really fun thing I did, Candy, with Stones of Hope, though, wherever I go, I bring uh, little ocean stones with words written on them. And when my husband and I travel, I frequently will leave stones with a little note that say, you've been graced. This is your, your grace stone, your stone of hope. I leave them all over the country when we travel. So I have a lot of fun doing this. Please support our sponsors. They make this show possible. More than 30,000 families and businesses have trusted TechHelpBoston.com since the year 2000. Dave Elmazian, president of TechHelpBoston, with the reasons why. It's really about forging a relationship and having a trusting relationship because your technology is very personal to you. It used to be in the old days that things were private. When you're online, nothing is private anymore. And we want to make sure that that information is kept confidential and with somebody that you trust and you feel comfortable with. You can trust Tech Help Boston to keep your computer and systems running right. Call 781-484-1265 or visit techhelpboston.com. That's techhelpboston.com. 
It's an amazing story, and we are listening to the story behind her success. There's a book, The Grace Trail, yes, and your website, gracetrail.com. Yes. You can follow Anne on Facebook, where she has her Grace Trail page. Has this been a surprise to you? It's shocking. It's shockingly wonderful. <laughs> but it is a surprise. It, every day is a surprise, because it seems lately like so many Good things are happening on the Grace Trail. So many wonderful people, including you, who are reaching out and connecting and sharing it, that it seems to be going at a really fast pace. Yeah, I'm really in wonder on many days. Adversity is a powerful thing. Yes. It can make you or it can break you. And I'm sure that a lot of your experience as a life coach Mm. has helped you Mm -hmm. put this thing together. Sometimes you just need to think about what you're experiencing Mm -hmm. because we live in a world where everyone is in such a hurry. Mm -hmm. You're asking people to stop, Mm -hmm. think, Mm -hmm. walk a few yards, Mm -hmm. think some more, Mm -hmm. and it's working. It's working. And it's beyond thinking because really the way you make changes in your life is to actually feel the feelings because we spend so much of our time thinking and doing. But the Grace Trail is five simple questions. It's a universal concepts, universal language. It really relates to everyone. It's easy to understand and remember. And I think that's why people are liking it because they can just reach out for those five questions and ask it both when they're struggling, but also on a day when they just want to be more joyful. You know, you spent your entire career as a life coach, an award-winning one. In fact, your peers voted you the best life coach in 2013, I believe, correct? Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about what led you to that career and what skills you've used to uh, be so successful at it? Sure. I actually read an article in 1999 about one of the first life coaches right in the Boston area, and I read it and I said to my husband, can you believe someone does that for a living? I feel like that's what I do every day. So I read about it, and both of my parents passed away in 2000. And the day after my dad's funeral, I said to my husband, I am going now, and I'm going to be certified as a coach. And I did. I started like the next month. I signed up, and I started it. And what I love about coaching is that I don't have anyone else's answers I help them find their own answers. I don't give advice. I don't judge. I meet people right where they are, help them figure out where they are, because often we really don't know. We're often confused, really, about what we're feeling and experiencing, and then help them to make a plan to move forward in the direction of their choice. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received in your life? It's a great question. I think one of the things that I carry forward with me is that we are all creative, resourceful, and whole. And that's a nice thing I like to remind myself of. I remind my children of it. Even in the middle of our worst days, we still are creative, resourceful, and whole, and we can find our way through it. What do you say to people who are stuck who are hurting, who have lost their way? I think one of the most important things that I can help people do is to sit right there and feel the discomfort because we're always trying to get around it. So I think one of the things that I do well and a a good coach does well is just, just sit there right with that person in their pain, in their confusion, and let them talk about it 
be there as long as they need to until they can find the way to move forward. You know, you had mentioned earlier that you don't have to go to the Grace Trail at Nelson Park in Plymouth in order to experience the Grace Trail. And in fact, Grace Trails are popping up all over the place. They are. They're popping up all over the place. How does that feel? It feels amazing. It feels amazing. I talked to a woman last night who is uh, one of the leaders in a Boston church, and someone said, you've got to talk to her. And so we hitched up and we talked, and she said, I met you five years ago at the Massachusetts Conference for Women when you ran a grace trail for 14,000 women through the conference. And she said, I've been walking it ever since. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm surprised every it's day. It's got to feel good, Anne. It feels great. It really feels great. I guess that when I, when I put those first stones down, they were for me. And then I soon learned that they really weren't about me. It was really about all these thousands of people who have discovered it and are walking their own grace trails all over the country. What has been the biggest lesson for you personally through this whole thing? Hmm, That I like to say walk, wander, and wonder. That you really don't have to know your destination. You really just have to know that you're moving in the right direction. This trail was created in part because of your son and yes. his tour of duty in Afghanistan. Yes. So you're a mom. Yes. What is mother love? Mm. Wow, what a question. Sometimes mother love is uh, tough love. Sometimes mother love is the most forgiving love. Sometimes it's the most compassionate. And sometimes you just have to say the darn truth, right? So I would say as a mother, uh, I change hats. But I really do sit in the place that my kids are creative, resourceful, and whole, and they will find their way. When an obstacle is in your path, yes, Miss Grace Trail Lady, yes, <laughs> how do you get around it? It's a great question. I think that I, I pause. I stop. I look around, assess the situation. I try not to be so uh, reactionary. I try to really just sit with it and try to find the best way around it. Maybe it's over it. Maybe it's under it. Each situation's different. But when I talk to other, say, coaches and they're in a struggle, I say, welcome to the human race because no one's exempt. We all have adversity and we all have to figure out a way to find our footing and move forward. You are now an entrepreneur. You yes. are an author. You've got these gray stones that you send to people around the world. What role does passion play mm. in creating your own way, your mm. own concept as an entrepreneur? I would say that passion fuels me because I look at myself sometimes and say, what are you doing and how are you doing this? And really the answer that I have for myself is it's what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, another whole story is I actually feel I've, like I've been given this grace trail. I do not believe I really created it. And people say, oh, Ian, don't say that. That's not true. The truth is I was given it 18 years ago in my kitchen. I happened to pay attention. I happened to hear what was being said and given to me. And I was given the gift of grace 18 years ago when I heard the five words and started asking those five questions. Success means different things to different people at different times mm. in their lives. Where you, you said earlier as a coach, you meet people where they are. Right. Candy meeting Anne, where she is across from me right now. Mm. What is grace to you? Grace is a gift. 
grace is a gift. And I, what I mean by that is anyone is eligible to receive these gifts, anyone, because you can't make grace happen. You can ask for it, and I believe that can increase the frequency, but you can just slow down and notice when it shows up. I have found by asking the five questions of the grace trail, I believe I'm inviting grace into my life more often. And that's what other people are finding, is that when you stop and you notice and you can appreciate, then you notice grace more often. But I really believe it shows up more often also. Is grace success? Only if that's how you view it. I don't know. Um, I think success for me is very different things. Is acknowledgement success, is money success, is product development success. I guess it's all how you view it and how each person views their success. It's all different. When you look back on this mm. 20 years from now, mm -hmm. what do you hope has happened with the Grace Trail? I hope there are Grace Trails all over the world helping people to access joy, hope, and resiliency. I want to say thank you so much for being our guest this week on the story behind her success. Find out more about Ann Jolis at her website. Yes, thank you. You can find it at gracetrail.com. And I hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to the story behind her success with Candy O'Terry, presented by Boston Women in Media and Entertainment. This is a new series with one goal in mind, to shine the spotlight on women doing great things with their lives. We hope these weekly stories will motivate and inspire you. Connect with Candy anytime on Facebook, Twitter, and her website, CandyOterry.com. That's C-A-N-D-Y-O-T-E-R-R-Y.com. You'll find all of these links in the show notes. What's your story?